0: On today's broadcast, we're continuing with the message we began earlier this week that is part of the Pillars of Salvation series. Galatians, the second chapter, verse number 16 serves as the foundation scripture for part two of the message, Reconciliation.
1: Man, by God, I'll praise him all day long. I'm like David, if I had 10,000 tongues, I will praise Him with every single one. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Every tongue I've got, I'm going to praise Him. If I could speak 10,000 languages, in all of them I would give God the glory. He saved me from death. Thank you, Jesus. Some people don't care about their lives. They'll just go to, I'm just, I'm just ready to die. I'm not ready to die. I want to live. My son needs me to live. My family needs me to live. Jesus wants me to get others saved. I don't need to die. Why am I going to die when he wants me to live? There's no glory in you dying for what? Pride? He already died for you. Let me calm down because, man, I'm feeling this one. Thank you, Jesus. I'm hoping somebody will come out of what we've done, what we didn't do, and start thanking him for what he did. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I need to teach a little bit. I got to visit Galatians chapter 2, verse 6 through 21. Let's look at verse 6. Galatians chapter 2, because Paul uh, is going to show us the journey to reconciliation. We saw the opposite of reconciliation, conflict, division. On top of all of these was hostility between a just God and the sinful and the sin factor. But God wants to show us through Galatians 2 the journey to reconciliation. And you're going to see two major players here. One is they call the Apostle Peter, the other one is the Apostle Paul. And reconciliation is so severe uh, and it, it costs so much. Not only is it a battle between righteousness and sin, but even religious sets. Uh, as I teach this, there are people who are going to try to go back to what they were taught years ago. Like, you know, almost like you got to earn your way to, to heaven, like, you know. Like only the, he only hear the righteous. But what makes you righteous? Is it observing the law? Or is it faith in him alone? I just read it to you out of Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16. It's right there. But who's, who's teaching that? And, and we need to teach the whole scriptures.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Look at verse uh, 6. As for those who seemed to be important. As for those who seemed to be to be important whatever they were makes no difference notice what the apostle says for those who seem to be important based on what they look like how they dress what they drive or what they did or didn't do whether they're holy unholy it doesn't matter whatever they were makes no difference God does not judge by external appearance those men added nothing to my message the apostle here dismisses the importance of outward appearances now many of us have been raised that if you're saved you better act like it and we should act like it but you got to understand God doesn't look at what we act like he looks deeper than that so you can act like you're saved and be hateful in your heart y'all know that right you, you, can, you can say I'm waving my hand in the air and praising the Lord when your hand over here is itching many of us are straddling the fence you know we've, we've done it you've been there you've been had your whole heart to God over here and your heart is running renegade over there am I talking to the right people okay let me just talk about me then I'm not talking about you Romans chapter 7 say when I want to do good now you greater than the apostle Paul He said "When I want to do. Evil is present. I find myself doing what I don't want to do. And there's a constant battle. So don't play with me. I've been pastoring too long. I've seen thousands of stories and I'm not talking about high stories. I'm talking about tales. People going through issues. I know what I'm talking about and it's not limited to this church. Every community is going through it. I don't care how big the church is. I don't care how great the preacher is. People are going through issues, divorce, situations, pregnancies, and all of that. None of it is different. And if I were to take a spoon and dip it into the soup of your ministry, I would taste the same thing in everybody else's. You can change all you want. You're going to find the same demons in every neighborhood. Every vulture of vultures in every neighborhood. You're going to find vultures in every church circling around it. And you need to learn how to put your confidence in the Lord. Are you all listening to me? Paul said the outer appearance don't really mean anything. But my mama in her her youth. Told us you got to dress up and you got to make. Let, you you don't just wear anything to church. So me and my brother had on a bow tie. Little boys have on bow ties coming to church. In our mind now we're thinking that makes us right with God when we look okay. Cause everybody's complimenting us. Woo, y'all look so nice. Woo, look at your little children. They they got haircuts. Everybody else was wearing the Jackson Five, the big Jackson Five. uh... Uh, what do they call them? Afros. I don't know the Afro because I never had one. My daddy never allowed us to do that. I mean, he just was so mean, man. Just so mean to us. It just, he was so mean, man. I mean, ABC, easy one, two, three, do, re, me, ABC. One two three, baby, you and me, girl. I mean, that's what I was raised on, right? And so I wanted my little hair the same way. Not in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was so mean, you know. But we thought if you had got a good haircut and you had on nice, shiny, you know, patent leathers and you had a, a nice suit from J.C. Penney's and you came to church and you did your little Easter egg. I don't know why they did Easter egg hunts, but they did the Easter egg hunt and you did all of those things, stood up straight, did your little speech, and you did what you need to do, then maybe you were right with God. Because I didn't go to jail. I'm not like the rest of them. I was raised in the house, never smoked a cigarette never taste, tasted intimacy maybe I'm right with God then I realize it doesn't matter if you observe the law you came every Sunday it wouldn't make you right that's not what makes you right what makes you right is when you put your confidence in him his name is Jesus say it Jesus why is there such a hostility with that name i love god god has been trying to get to me for years what about the name jesus you wouldn't know god if jesus didn't make himself available god hates sin he hates it so much everything that sins he destroys the first repentance wasn't of a man it was god in genesis 6 he says i repent that i made you He was so angry. His his wrath was so fierce. He said I repent that I made man. In chapter 9 he sent a flood and destroyed it all. Then he repented again and said I won't kill man again. I went too far with my wrath. There must be a remedy. And that remedy is Jesus. He would wipe us all out. He was mad with Moses but he had to remember his own covenant. Move out of my way and I'll destroy them all. Moses stood in the midst. A type of Christ. No. No. No God. Then the nations would say you weren't able to bring him over. He was interceding. A type of Christ. No slay me. But let them go. Look at the sacrificial praise. A type of Christ. Moses I tell you what. I'll wipe them away. And I'll take you and make a nation out of you. Moses said no. No God, I, I, w- I would not have it so. These are your pe- your people. You delivered them. Now save them. Thank you, Jesus. There's always a ram in the bush. Can somebody say, "Man"? I'm getting a little teary-eyed because I can feel it. That's what Jesus did when He looked at my sin. I got you, Clark. I got it. I got that one. I got it. I'll handle it. I just want you to be free. You go ahead and do what you do. You got free will. Go ahead and have a good time. I'll sit here in this cell for you. I'll sit right here, because I love you that much. Paul says, whoever seemed to be important, whatever they they were, makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance, verse 6. These men added nothing to my message. These external props add no value, no worth, no importance to the message of reconciliation. No matter how we look as believers, how well we look in the lights, how well the suit looks, it adds nothing to the message of reconciliation. So look at the journey. He's going to take us on a a journey toward this right standing with God. Now let's look at the apostle as he's entrusted with this message. Verse 7. On the contrary, he says. They saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. Just as Peter had been to the Jews. So here we see a distinction Paul is sent to the Gentiles, Peter to the Jews. Now look, at in God's perspective, from God's perspective, there were two types of people. The Jewish people, which he chose to come through. He chose the Jewish people to send his son through the bloodline. For that, he has a special love for the nation of Israel. Do you all understand that? Okay. But he also has a Gentile world, that is, all other people's. Okay, And then in John chapter 3, for God loved the world. Not when Jesus came, he loved the world from the foundation. But to get his son into the world, he had to choose a nation of people to come through. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever, it doesn't matter who you are. Whatever nation, whatever kindred, tribe, or tongue, if you believe in Christ Jesus, you become a part of God's family. And so you need to understand that there are two different people here the apostle peter was identified as one sent to the jews now i don't understand this because he wasn't educated if you know anything right now you have two presidential candidates that are jewish one of them is called bloomberg he's a multi-billionaire the other one is um sanders bernie sanders these are two jewish men that are running for president in the United States of America right now now just take a moment a lot of the billionaires in America are Jewish if you don't know that most Nobel Peace Prize winners in the world are Jewish and so so if you say well the people are no good the people don't really mean anything then for some reason they seem to be blessed with money And they make major mistakes. Some of the people in the major headlines with some major mistakes in their lives. Molesting children. They also of Jewish descent. Do you all understand? So we're not trying to just highlight. But you need to understand that small plot of land has produced more Nobel Peace Prize winners than any other nation on the face of the earth. Almost twice as much. So how does that happen? And you don't see what the scripture, if I call you blessed, if I call you blessed, that's what God, I'm going to call you blessed. Isaac will be blessed. That's what the scripture says. So when I see those things, wow, the scripture was true. The scripture was true. Then he said, in Ishmael, I'm going to call you blessed. Look at where all the oil is. And for those of you that want to follow that type teaching, bin Laden type folk, if you don't have no money and you go to the Middle East, you're going to get kicked to the curb. Well, I believe in Islam, but go to the Middle East and say you do. If you don't have money, you kick to the curb. <laughs> I've been there, I'm telling you what I know. And so you can join these religions all day. They're based on things that are not biblical. It's based on status. It's based on business. They may say religion, but believe me, I know what I'm talking about. Even in Israel, you walk along the Via de Rosa, you have Islamic people trying to sell you things as you're walking the trail with Jesus yeah. on both sides. Yeah. Brother, one dollar, one dollar. Why do you believe in that? One dollar, one dollar. It's going on right now. And you see why Jesus drove out the money changers with a whip in the scriptures. He said, You're stiff neck. It's still going on today. So you're going to Israel looking for holy what? You can't handle me asking for money. When you go to Israel, you begin to see a St. Peter's fish. St. Peter, it's a mullet. $15 for this? It's a mullet. (laughs) So what are we talking about? All of you all that don't know what time it is, open up your mind. Jesus is loving the world. He's not just loving one people. But it started with the Jewish people. And he sent Peter to them. I don't understand that because he was just a fisherman. But he chose Peter to reach the Gentile. I'm sorry, the the Jewish people. And then he sent a very educated man, the Apostle Paul, to the Gentile world. Obviously, he knew the world, the world with multiple languages and multiple issues would need somebody very skilled and acute to deal with them. And he prepared Paul from his mother's womb. Are y'all still with me? I need to teach it to you the way it is because some of you are so religious you don't understand. It's not about what the Paul said he was Jew. It's not about what you look like on the outside that makes you reconcile. It's where's your faith? Thank you, Jesus. I love this man. Apostle Paul. This man had a revelation of Jesus. Thank you, God. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter, was also uh, to the, as, as an apostle to the Jews, was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to these unholy folk the message didn't start with Paul's interpretation of the text this message was sent by God that God gave him specifically to the Gentile world he didn't give met and Peter that message Peter was still dealing he could not handle the total reconciliation message because of his own religion and if we're not careful when we start dealing with reconciliation, we'll start becoming religious. You, you didn't go through what I went through. I prayed all night. I prayed I prayed all night. You, you can't just get this anointing. If God gave you the anointing, it's because he chose you to have it. It's not because you're special. From your mother's womb, he selected you to carry an anointing. He prepared the seat for that anointing. All you did is accessed it. You just accessed it. He already made the way for you. Thank you God. This revelation was caught by the apostle. As he sought the Lord earnestly. God had already sent the message. Paul caught it. And then he began to teach it. As God worked effectively and efficiently in the ministry of Peter as the one sent to the Jews, he also worked effectively and efficiently through Apostle Paul as he sent him to the Gentiles or to the world. Look at verse 9. James, Peter, and John, those reputed to the pillar, to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. So... Paul, being an offshoot, a wild olive, he wasn't one of the original 12 apostles that followed Jesus. He never saw Jesus physically, but he had a revelation, a visitation from the Lord. Given a clear, he wrote more in the New Testament than any of the original apostles. Because God sent him to you and I, he sent him to the Gentiles. He had to give him a special anointing to touch all of us. Who would see that God chose the Jewish people and feel left out. If he didn't have a pontiff. Someone that could articulate the very essence of what uh, pillars of salvation is all about. Which one of them is reconciliation. That you're sinful. God is angry. But through Jesus we have peace. Now Paul said that God has given him through manifold grace. The message to the Gentiles. So Paul went to James, Peter and John. The three pillars of the church. The early church. So that they can look at what he was teaching. And give their thumbs up. I don't know why people today. Feel like they don't need a thumbs up. From the church. We, I, 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 honestly they're not reading scriptures. There has to be some way of monitoring your Doctrine. Especially, you got you got a uh, a microphone called Facebook. You can just say whatever you want to say, you know, and, and say think it's scripture or it's biblical just because it sounds good to the ears doesn't mean it's biblical. I'm telling you that we are reconciled to God, but if you don't accept it, your name will be blotted out. It will be. It's already there. All you got to do is access it, but He will blot it out. Paul went to those three men t- because they were pillars in the church to say, I'm teaching this. This is what I believe God is putting on my heart to teach. I need to have your approval here. What, what are you saying? Look what the scripture says James, Peter, and John, those reputed in the, to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the gentiles and they to the jews and they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor and the very thing i'm eager to do in other words as you're preaching to them make sure you recognize you get go to a spot and you see poor people i need you to reach out to them i need you to met jesus is always concerned about the poor america shouldn't forget that either I know in the home of the free, okay, y'all need to raise yourself up by the, listen, Jesus was concerned about the foreigner, and he's concerned about the poor. Jesus was a refugee. Y'all quiet. Okay, but, oh, okay, Bishop, but this is America. America is 300 years old compared to 6,000 years of human history. I'd rather stick with what Jesus is saying. And America needs to rise up to what he's saying. Are y'all listening? And I'm telling you, we need borders, but we should always be concerned about the foreigner. That's why he raised us up. Thank you, Jesus. And almost every great person in America migrated to this nation. Almost every person that's great in America migrated to the nation. How can we stop it now? Thank you Jesus. We need to have systems, but it needs to be comprehensive. Don't ever look down on a foreigner. One like Christ may be coming through the border. One like Christ. They may come from Cuba, one of the next great leaders. Out of Cuba, out of El Salvador. Out of Argentina. Your Pope came from down there. Why can't God use anybody from the Caribbean? Because everybody great in America. Most people that are great. Migrated to the nation. Through ship. Or they came across a border. Thank you Jesus. Thank you God. Get that in your mind and in your spirit.
2: In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed.
0: If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906 or you can email us at the word of truth at truth you can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org if you're on Facebook visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like from time to time you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us? Use reference number 2536. That's reference number 2536. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark.
1: In the hustle and bustle of everyday living, sometimes we miss moments intimate moments with our children and that is I believe we need to pull them close look them in the eye and say I love you I'm with you and I would like to encourage you today don't allow the Sun to go down without you pulling your children close up close same air close and tell them that Jesus loves them remember to tell them that you love them too. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.